<laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh, we can Okay, it's okay. I'll let you know when to start that one then. <laughs> Top G? Wait, how do I start? Top it? G. <laughs> There's a button right there. On the other side, no, it's not open back. In the back, there's like a button, right? Sure. But the, the round one that I was just pressing on. Oh, yeah. You see it? Uh, Press it. Does the red dot come up? Yeah. Okay, turn it off again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> ready? Still there. Oh, really? Yeah. Click, click again. Okay. Are you clicking the right one? Is it still going? Or like it's the red thing still there? Uh huh. Okay, I'll let you know when it's starting. And three, two, one. All right, welcome to P5. This is season two. This is your host, Piero Morale. Uh, today I have Andreas Gonzalez. <laughs> so the first episode, it's about real estate and we're here to talk about it. I don't know a lot about it, so I wasn't gonna give my opinion without having your boy. <laughs> boy right here. He knows a lot about it, so he's gonna be teaching us more about the subject. Um, so first of all, Andres, what made you go into real estate? So I've been growing up around real estate my whole life, really. And my dad was into it. My aunt was into it. And I just saw the, you know, ability that, you know, how much you could grow with real estate and the aspect of, you know, you're not tied to a certain amount of hours, certain amount of pay. So I really like that aspect. Um, how real estate grows up in value really fascinated me as well. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I took. That's really cool. That's really cool. I wanted to get into it, but I don't know. I just told myself, you know, it's, it's too much to get into. People think it's easy to get into it uh, just because it's like, what, 90 hours? Yeah, so it's a it's a 90-hour course to get into it for the schooling. So pretty much you do the 90 hours, and then after the 90 hours, you do, uh, you know, study for your test, and then you take your exam. So, I mean, it's to be honest, it's fairly easy. It took me about two months, really. Mm -hmm. So if you think about it, you know, you get in a career... For with two months of, of schooling so and how much is it, it in total uh, the schooling could cost you around like 500 to 700 dollars and then with like extra fees and then memberships that you have to subscribe to in total it probably comes out to around like 1500 1500 dang so those a thousand dollars extra of those 500 where those a thousand dollars come from what is it usually used by so there's some subscriptions that you have to sign up with mm. like associations of like realtors um, other things like call the the MLS, which is big, gives you access to the whole entire market of the house of the houses to see you know what's up for sale, what's up for rent, and so those are the extra fees. And then you also have to pay fees for like to take the exam and things like that. So that's where you kind of see the extra money on. And that's not really everything, right? Because when you try and get with someone, do you have mm -hmm. to pay too? If you're trying to join a corporation or a firm? So so with joining a firm, you do have to pay some fees sometimes, depending on which firm. Mm -hmm. There's some firms that, you know, they let you in, like, for free. For free. Uh, but, for example, I'm with Keller Williams. That's my the company I'm under. And you have to pay a monthly fee and a sign-up fee to join. Mm -hmm. So there comes fees. And then, as well, when you um, close a deal, you also have to pay a commission to the brokerage. And how much is it? Is it percentage or is it money-wise? It, it all really depends on which brokers you choose. But for example, with mine, it's normally 20% of the deal. 20%. Yeah. 20% out of the 3% that you gain off of the commission of the house. So you basically, so when you buy a house, you get 3%. Is that how you guys make your money? Yeah, so we get 3%, uh, although it all can, it can all depend because let's say if you're on a team or in a company, as myself, I'm on both. Mm -hmm. Well, you have to hang your license with that company in order for you to make sales. Mm -hmm. So then uh, I'm on a team as well, so the cut, I don't necessarily get the three full 
three mm percent, -hmm. but it goes between you know my team and then the company as well. But it and ends up being me, good, right? Yeah, no, you you're still getting some nice checks for sure. So buying a house, you know, everybody wants to buy a house. Depends whether it's a high market or it's a low market. Houses are needed. Right. How difficult is it for you to close a deal? Close a deal. I mean, the hardest part really is finding the client and then having the client qualify that's the hardest part really the the middle work it all just depends on you know what the position of the seller is and things like that but i mean you could definitely have some easy deals going on and just crank them out for really? sure yeah. so the hardest part wouldn't be the client it would be the seller right so no not necessarily with, with the with the seller i mean you can have some tough uh, sellers like i've had some tough sellers where um they're just they're not really playing how the market is at the moment and they're you know they have high expectations so that can stump you but most of the time it's having you know getting the the client to qualify is the hardest part and that's what i always say to my clients too like after you you're qualified i mean that's the hardest part you're once you're qualified you're ready to start shopping we could get you under contract negotiate a deal good for you so you get in a good deal and then just close date so listen up everybody you need to be qualified so tell us the requisites for qualifications like what are the qualifications that you need yeah the house? yeah so that's super easy so basically minimum in uh, credit score is a 580 so for a lot of people who are younger that are you know starting their, their credit it's super important to have your credit on par because if you don't it could really stump you in the moment of qualifying or qualifying for certain programs mm -hmm. so minimum is 580 FICO score uh, but generally like to have the best is 740 anything above 740 yeah, it's the same thing really oh, okay. and then uh, you also need to have the money for the down payment and um, that could normally is the 3.5% or there's first-time home buyer programs that could get you down to 3% of the house value mm -hmm. uh, but what's really cool is that I also am partnered with some lenders which take care of the loan side I'm more of like the negotiating deal finding the house for you I work partners with some lenders that could actually get you down payment assistance programs. So instead of you know having to come up with, let's say, Money. a house that's worth 350K, you're probably looking around like $11,000 in, in down payment. Um, you, we could have programs that completely pay it off, the down interest. payment. And then, um, so you're coming in. I've had clients easily come in with uh, buying a house with only like 2,500. Two wow. Yeah. That's really good, uh, especially when it's like at this market, you know? Yeah. That's pretty cool. So what is the thing that makes you go nuts with uh, real estate? Honestly, this is going to sound cliche, <laughs> but <laughs> I like seeing the smile of people's faces when you're giving them the keys. It's really cool. Obviously, you know, the pay is going to be nice and everything like that, but it's really the impact that you're leaving on people's lives because most of the people that I've worked with are first-time homebuyers. So it's like families that are already developed. They've been renting for, let's say, two, three years now. They've always been dabbling around the idea of buying a house and they never really had to. And I was the person who came in, you know, let them know the light of why they should purchase a house, got them to, you know, get pre-qualified, got them pre-qualified, got them, showed them some homes, got into their house and got them closed. So it, feel, it really feels great because you're kind of like leveling people up essentially in life. Right. And you make them feel good about it. And, you know, and the safetyness of having your own home, like not everyone has yeah. a chance. And when you give that chance to someone, they yeah. so it, take it. It's really great. And a lot of people like misunderstand real estate. Um, the, the main aspect why, you know, you should buy a house compared to renting is because not only with real estate on an average market, houses normally go up around like 5% in value. So we're talking about probably like, 10 to 12 grand on average if you're doing like a, a house at the value of like 400,000 
So imagine, you know, you're paying rent. Let's say your rent's like 1500 a month mm. and then your lease comes to an end in a year and then you have to renew your lease. Does your seller ever give you a check at the end of the, uh, for, you know, being a good renter? They don't. they don't. And with real estate, because homes always go up in value, you're essentially getting that check. You're getting that check, exactly. Yeah, because uh, I don't know if I told you, but our house almost went up by 200K in yeah. two years, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, and what, what job, what stock, what crypto does that? Exactly. Like, no. Um, so, like you said, the paperwork. I want to hear about the paperwork. Mm -hmm. What type of paperwork do you do when you have to close a deal or even open it? Okay, so there's, there's a... There's different types of documents. The main document with, that you have to go through is the purchase contract, purchase which contract. is basically the offer of the house. So you're gonna be offering this a certain amount, um, the deal's gonna be according to the, uh, this certain way, and then it, the purchase contract basically just talks about you know the, the steps of the purchase. Mm -hmm. And then some other documents is like inspections because you could always ask your seller for uh, what kind of repairs you wanna do onto the house. And then another document would be um, the final walkthrough so you basically check the home at the very end because um, this is super important as well but you could go ahead and check and if there's any repairs that the seller was missing or if the home wasn't the same way that you found it when you submitted the offer you could go ahead and have the seller you know take care of those things I actually had this not for me but we were actually representing the seller and the buyer didn't want to do the the final walkthrough and the water heater in the garage exploded on like the last day oh. so then <laughs> The, you can imagine, you know, these people, you know, getting their keys given to them on closed day. Wow. They walk into the garage and it's completely flooded. So it's like, so it's super important. But those are a couple documents. So basically like inspections, final walkthroughs, the purchase contract, um, asking what the seller, what repairs they want to do and just things like that. And you don't think that's the hardest, right? So if you don't think that's the hardest? Of what? The documentation? Yeah. No, that's, no, no. that's more of like while you're under contract that's uh -huh. the that's kind of where it kind of goes smooth sail mm -hmm. uh the hardest part is getting your your client to qualify so yeah. like having the right income making sure you got the down payment you know any other fees that you have to cover anything and like that's that. the first step correct yeah when that's always you? the first step yeah so what does it look like when someone walks up to you let's say at your front and they ask you hey uh, i want to buy a house what do you usually say to them so i, I always want to try to find out what type of house they're looking for mm -hmm. so i gotta get those details you know they're looking for like a three bedroom four bedroom home then once I find that out, I'll go ahead and look what's available off of, you know, the stuff they told me what's under their criteria. And then we find the house and then or we I give them access to those lists. Mm -hmm. And then the second part would be getting them in contact with the lender, you know, seeing what type of programs they qualify for, how much they would qualify for, what payment are they comfortable with and everything like that. So then once we get that qualification issued. The lender is basically going to give them a document saying, hey, you're up qualified up to 450. You could go start shopping now. Oh, shoot. Yeah, so then after that, we start showing homes, you know, seeing, get, an, get a better feel of what they're looking for. Now we find their dream home, we submit an offer, we negotiate the deal, try to get, you know, obviously my client the best deal possible. Um, and then once that is it, the seller either can sell us, uh, say yes or no. And then once we're accepted, it goes the process of being under contract. And the process, how long does it take? So it takes 30 days, 30 days. Uh, 30 days to be under contract. So let's say you submit the offer, it gets accepted, typically takes 30, can take longer, longer depending on, you know, your loan or anything like that. We normally close our deals uh, within 30 or less days. Mm -hmm. And then uh, with shopping, I mean, it, as soon as you find the right house, I've had clients 
they stepped into the first house. They absolutely loved it. Submitted an offer, got accepted, and we were under contract. So, and in those thirty days under contract, mm -hmm. is someone is able to put an offer while you're under contract? Oh, that's actually a really good question. And in fact, it's actually on the contract, which is pretty funny. Mm -hmm. uh, so the seller can look at other offers, but he can't accept it. So, like, let's say you're under contract for three hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, an offer gets submitted at three hundred and sixty thousand, but you're already on your contract. They can't. They can't really? pull out. Yeah, they can't pull out. So then they, unless like you mess up or something, uh, in the contract, or if you want to pull out, then they could pull out. You could pull out, and then the okay, seller can go ahead and accept the other offers. Have but. you ever had like a moment when they were like, "Hey, if someone just offers, okay, like." Yeah, yeah. So there's been points in the negotiation where you you wanting like certain repairs or things like that, and then the seller is like. He, he wants to either say like no to all of them. Um, it hasn't happened to me, it's happened to my client, uh, not my client, my teammate, teammate, where they submitted an offer, um, they got accepted, they were in the moment of inspections deciding what repairs they wanna do, uh -huh. and if the seller says they're gonna do no repairs, the buyer can decide if they wanna cancel or not. And then they said no, but then um, they, the client still really liked the house. Huh? Oh, click it. There you go. <laughs> okay. So the clients really, really liked the house, so they wanted to continue with the uh, the transaction. So they accepted it with no repairs, but then the seller was like, "crap," because they got an offer for like I think it was like twenty thousand above. <laughs> Dang, they were playing it quickly. Yeah. So imagine you know you're a seller, and then you're like, "okay, yeah, finally got an offer, got accepted," and then while you're under contract, you're like, you're another offer just comes in, and you're like. Damn, <laughs> I can't. I can't pull out now. <laughs> no, that's crazy, and it's thirty days, correct? And yeah, that's thirty days, days for people to move out and do all that. Or so it's it's exactly. basically you know doing all the paperwork, um, like I said, inspections. So most of the time, there's a couple repairs that the sellers need to do before the buyer can move in. Mm -hmm. So then that's their time uh, when they could start doing the repairs, finalizing all the paperwork, getting the loan actually uh, approved officially. Uh, with the bank and then once they get the bank fully approves the loan, mm -hmm. let's say all repairs are complete You got your close date. You could either choose to close early or on the date. Wow That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think I'm ready for that. But, you know, <laughs> yeah, you should get into it, man <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll probably be the one buying the house or selling it, but you know, that is pretty cool So that's a crazy story that your teammate had, but what's the craziest story you ever had? Ooh, craziest story I ever had Huh. I would probably say I had this, uh, uh, let's say, older gentleman. Mm -hmm. uh, he was in his 80s. And um, I mean, he it was just, um, it was so funny, the things he would tell me. I haven't really had any crazy experiences, but he, he was a funny client because um, we would just have to sit down and explain everything very thoroughly and everything. I'm, I have no issue with that, you know. Um, but it was some tough times where I'm trying to, we we're under contract and so you have your 10-day inspection period mm -hmm. and then with that 10-day inspection period you could choose to cancel the contract um, and you won't lose your earnest money your earnest money is basically a fee that you put at the very beginning of the transaction mm -hmm. telling the seller that you're serious about buying the house so it's typically like 1% okay, uh -huh. so say you're buying a house at 350,000 you're putting $3,500 on the line mm -hmm. basically saying you're serious about buying the house and then that you're gonna continue with the transaction that money goes right to your uh, down payment at the closing. So it's not like an extra fee. But we passed those 10 days inspection where he had the opportunity to cancel when he wanted to. And because you passed that, if you want to cancel just because you want to cancel, 
you you will lose your earnest money. So I was, you know, talking to him and letting trying to let him know, hey, you know, let's let's play it safe. Uh, let's just ask for the repairs and then hope that the seller responds with that he's only going to do some or none mm -hmm. because then that's when we can cancel and get our earnest money deposit. Um, but then he was like, he just kept talking and talking and he was very frustrated. You could tell. Wow. Um, so I was trying to tell him, I was like, Hey man, I'm like, I have your best interest at heart. Like I swear, like this is what we have to do it because if we told the seller we want to pull out, he would have been like, okay. And then he would have lost his money and then I would have looked bad. So, but thank God we, we, uh, submitted the inspection report to the seller. He said that they're only going to do some repairs. We were able to cancel, got his earnest money and we were all good. So I haven't personally had any crazy stories. That was like a, a little situation that I had that it was kind of stressful on some part because I also didn't want to get sued. <laughs> so that's the hardest part. <laughs> yeah. Dang. So, you know, with the market going up, I know a lot of people that left. You know, the, the down, real estate down. agency. Yeah, put down. Sorry. Uh -huh. Put the market down. <laughs> no, the price market. That's what I meant. Yeah. The price yeah. market up. Uh, a lot of real estate people left. You know, and they stopped doing it for a while. Yeah. Did you go through that process or did you stick with the real estate? No. Yeah, I definitely stuck with it for sure. Um, I do know a lot of people. There are some teammates that were on my team that also left. So a lot of people did leave the industry. Although I really liked it and I started seeing my success um, actually be when the market started to shift because believe it or not when the market starts to shift uh, before everybody was putting like 20 30 thousand above asking and now it's changed you can lower the price negotiate uh, have the seller pay for your closing costs wow. so I was you know preaching out to that people and we were able to you know get a lot of people under contract during that time because of the market shifting but a lot of people did, you know, lose a lot of money. Yeah. A lot of people got out of production. Maybe they were doing a real estate part-time or they were doing it full-time. Now they're only doing it part-time. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've seen a lot of people leave, but personally for me, I, I've stuck with it and it's been going good so far, so. And how long have you been doing this? I've been doing it since last year, November. So a year and a month or so. How many, how many sales or deals would you say you have done since then? Uh, since then, I've gotten eight deals, eight, eight deals, deals closed. Yeah, so that's I've really I've helped eight families. <laughs> eight families, you heard them. <laughs> so man, that's really nice. I think about it. and it's around surprise, mirage. Yeah, it's it's it? all over. So I've sold in Buckeye, I've sold um, in Peoria, I've sold in Phoenix, I've sold in Glendale. So it's all over the place. We do a lot of production. Mm -hmm. um, so in my team, last year I think we sold about. I think it was like 140 mm -hmm. homes in total. So um, my team leader is actually the, the top 1% in Arizona as well. Arizona. So that, that helps a lot having, you know, someone along the side that can help me. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty cool. A good mentor. Yeah, say. for sure. And that's, so if you're, if you're ever interested in getting into real estate, definitely recommend getting onto a team that's going to support you, uh, have you alongside. Because when, I remember when I first got into real estate, it was like a month in and I was just like, Holy, what did I just get myself into? You know, I was like, I was like, I was just working at Borrow's Pizza, bro. I was like, I was like, yo. <laughs> so, yo, it's different. <laughs> yeah, so it, it was, it's definitely, you know, a game changer, but you really got to have the passion for it and the passion for sales. And if you do, I mean, you could kill it for sure. Man, that's really cool. So what would you say to someone that's just barely starting? So I would say, you know, focus, focus on your, uh, they say your 20%. So 80% is, you know, your business work, your busy work, essentially, you know, setting up people up on searches, 
and everything like that, your 20% is communicating with people, being out there proactive. That's super key because if you're not proactive in your community, you're not gonna sell. Mm -hmm. So what my 20% is, I do a lot of phone calls. Um, I'm also at like the Chase Bank uh, on Litchfield, at Litchfield Park. I'm also at the one in Avondale and then I'm also the, um, at a credit union in Phoenix mm. where, <laughs> so I'm basically out there, we have mortgage days and we just preach people, you know, what's going on in the market, why they should buy and things like that. Mm. So you always gotta stay proactive. You may not have those opportunities, but you know, open houses, um, door knocking, everything like that. So I definitely recommend, you know, go all out, try to get as much people in your contacts and then just set them up on a time. So you call them every three months mm -hmm. and or so, check up, see how they're doing. And then if they know anybody who's looking to purchase. So like it's so much, but like everything together makes sense, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's a hard job. So how many hours would you say you put in a week just out of real estate? Man, out of week? Honestly, I don't know because I, I start working probably around like 8.30. Mm -hmm. And then there's times where I'm leaving, uh, either leaving the office or done showing homes, coming back home at like 8.30. So you can have long days. Um, so it just depends on like what you're wanting to do and how your day set up. But I would say most of, most of my days are probably between nine nine to ten and a half, eleven hours. Yeah, nine to eleven hours. I say. Um, obviously, you know you have little breaks in between and things like that. Maybe you're gonna be driving out to a house, do some showing. So it's not like constant constant busy work, but you do have long days. But you have to be damn yeah but it's also you know what's good about real estate is that you could choose your own schedule so you could choose what days you could get off when you want to get off but you also got to be super disciplined when it comes to that because if you're not disciplined you're not going to succeed correct because i mean you're not going to make money if you just work one right. hour a day yeah so <laughs> if you're working two hours a day and then you're playing uh, xbox the rest of the day Caught, <laughs> you're not going to be making much money <laughs> so so do you play video games or what uh i started i'm not gonna lie i did start playing a little bit um, I, I went through like two, three years where I didn't play at all. Mm -hmm. Um, but I bought the new Xbox, so I was like, why not? I'm gonna hop on. <laughs> so, um, you like, but does it feel weird now? Yeah, bro, it, it, feels it feels weird, weird, dude. I'm like, I'm like, yo, I should be doing something, but I only do it like at night when I have time. But most of the time I don't even got time to be honest. Cause I also get up in the morning to go to the gym. Mm. So I, I wake up at like 4.45 to go to the gym. Yeah. So you're like, I don't know why I'm playing. You know? Yeah, so it's like I wake up, you know, I go to, uh, I shower there, do my work. I was about to say go to school. <laughs> I was like, do my work. And then I come back home, eat, and then you, you're already tired by the day. It's already like nine and you want to go to bed. So you don't so, really want to play. So yeah, I don't really got time, but maybe like on a weekend or something, I'll, I'll hop on you. You know, it's crazy because that's what some people don't understand. Some people think at real estate is just, you know, stay at home, get money. You, uh -huh. know, you show up to, to the house, you sell, and then you go back home. But no, it's like... Yeah, it's, it's a lot a to lot. it. A lot to it for sure. Um, I was... When I was working at home, I started working at the office now. Mm -hmm. But when I was working at home, I didn't really like it just to the aspect because right. I would tend to... Like, I'm at home. I'm in a comfortable space. So I, I didn't work as hard as I, I wanted to. So I've been working at my office now, and it's just, it's been going good. That's really good. I think an office is better. It's like you know you're more yeah. focused. In the environment, environment, environment. Yeah. and you got the people that want to succeed with you. You know, yes, at home very you're true. like I don't know. You probably got a pet right there. Right, <laughs> right. You're probably just munching on some hot Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> Why not lamb cook? <laughs> but what's the call? Mm. But that's really cool how you see it. Uh, I do like real estate. I would like to get into it, but you know that's that's why I brought you so mm -hmm. I can learn a little bit more about it. Um, so what do you see yourself in five years? With in this? Five years? 
Man, that's super hard to tell because honestly, I didn't even see myself like two years from now. Um, I didn't expect to see myself at this position. I didn't even know I wanted to do real estate, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And then I got into real estate and I mean, I, I would I fall in love. I fell in love with it, to be honest, because it's, it's super great. Um, so shame, bro. I don't know. <laughs> do you yeah. want to do like a, do you want to have like your own firm with it? Do you want to? Uh, I want to. I want to eventually build my team. Maybe in, I don't know if that can happen in five years. I mean, God knows what. But, uh, I mean, hopefully in five years, I'll definitely, you know, build my business at a good amount where I could just, you know, sustain myself. I want to eventually get to the point where I'm not showing homes anymore. I could just pay another agent and be like, hey, I'll give you 10% or 20% out of this deal if you go show these homes. And then just have showing agents working for me. So essentially what I could do is most of the time I could just be at the office making phone calls, connecting with people, setting those appointments, and essentially having other people do that work for me so I could have a lot more, more production. More yeah. Production. Wow. Yeah, so eventually I, I do want to build a team. That could happen in five years. We'll see. Yeah, Man's thinking big. He's <laughs> going to make it. He's going to make it. That's for sure. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. Well, that's good. We're and both going to make it, man. You're going to be a lawyer. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, you're going to be representing me when people are going to try to sue me for no I reason. I got you, Top. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so, and not only, like you said, you go to the gym in the morning. Um, how difficult is it to get to the gym and work at the same time? So, I started this New Year's. That's when I started doing it because I always went at night. At night, okay. At night. And then I, I went all last week. Um, I've been going all this week so far. So, it's, uh, it's definitely refreshing. You know, you get to sleep. You sleep so good. I used to wake <laughs> up like three times in the middle of the night. Yeah. And oh, now, yeah, so now I wake up, like I sleep through the whole night. Um, but it's it was hard for sure at the beginning. But honestly, you just got to get that protein shake, something real quick, <laughs> make it to the gym, it. and then just start your day, shower. That's good, man. That's good. Because some people, you know, think that a job and, and the gym is like really mm -hmm. hard to mesh into, but... Mm -hmm. I feel like it's more like motivation. Yeah, it's, it. it's all mental, bro. It really is all mental when it comes down to these things because you really just got to want it because if, if, you, if you don't want it, you're not going to do it. So it's, it's like you got to get your mind up to that second level and you could be like, I don't care how I feel in the morning. I feel terrible in the morning when I, when I wake <laughs> up. I wake up and I'm like, yo, it's uh, already 4.45. It. I was like, <laughs> no. no way. So, uh, but it's, it's tough for sure. I'm not going to lie. But uh, hopefully, I'll keep doing it, you know, smooth. And then they say it normally takes, I think it's like two months to build a habit yeah. of to, doing something every single day. It takes two months. So once I get to that two-month mark, I, then I can come back and, and let y'all know how it went. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've covered uh, most of it. Uh, it's been a pleasure having my boy Andres over here. No, thank you, man. It was a pleasure. It was nice. It was nice. Uh, so just letting you guys know, it's my boy Andres. Uh, what's the company once again? So I'm with Keller Williams. Uh, the team I'm in is called the Grimaldo Group. You can look us up. Uh, my number is 623-385-2799. Uh, shameless plug, right, plug in right there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, please let me know no, if you're interested in purchasing, selling, or just if you have questions in general, I'll be more than happy to help you out. Or if you have questions about starting into real estate, anything like that, I mean, the more, it's, it's just the more people just in the hit community. Hit them up, hit them up. Yeah, What's your Insta? Plug your Insta oh, too. A-N-D-R-E-S, uh, A-Z. No, no, it's A-N-D-R-E-S, realtor.az. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Great, man. It's a pleasure, man. No, thank you, man. Thank you, guys.
Man, that was amazing. <laughs> Man, I forgot my at right there. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that was amazing. Twenty-seven minutes. Like I was. That's what Do I was. Do you want me to stop for. this one? Yes, please.